Hello internet. Welcome back to another episode of Chai and Chill season 2. And joining us today is another favorite human being of mine. Hello cat mommy, mini influencer, advocate for mental health and is a content writer for a company in Pune. Ranjini Das Gupta. I hope I pronounced your name right. I meant to ask. Hello everyone. Yes. No no you pronounced it correctly. It's not Ranjini, it is Ranjini because well Thank you so much for agreeing to be on Chai and Chill. And as you know, the first bit that we do is uh, this is my beautiful cup that is joining us on Chai and Chill. I got this as a secret Santa gift, and I told him I'm going to be using this. And it's beautiful. And since I, for some reason I can't find cups in at my place when I need it, it's just the normal Chai cup that I have tea from. So it has a lot of bubbles and leaves for some reason. <laughs> it's a very cute cup. So, and also joining us is Felix, who has decided to turn his face away from us. Moon yes, is also there, but Moon is sleeping, uh, so I can't show his face now. <laughs> I can always turn the camera and show it. Please. First things first, you have a number of things on your hand. You are involved with an NGO for folks, where you are the go-to foster mommy for cats, catos. <laughs> <laughs> you have a IG Life series. Where you try to make mental health more accessible mm-hmm. for uh, well, mere mortals, I would I want to say. <laughs> and oh, if I'm not wrong, you're a content writer for a company based in Pune. So you've been working remotely since the pandemic hit. Yes. And now we are going to explore all of this one by one. So the first thing is, what made you decide to become uh, part of an NGO that takes care of stray animals? Mm-hmm. So. Uh... Fur Fox came to me through one of my very good friends. So I was in between jobs at that time. Uh, back in June, I had quit my previous job because, of course, it became really uh, stressful for me, and uh, I needed to do something in the meantime uh, while I was, you know, like looking for jobs. And Anumita, our very own Anumita, had suggested that I'm working for an NGO. Why don't you uh, join uh, Fur Fox? And you can. Work as a PR because you have like good communication skills. Um, you can communicate well with people, and uh, you are you are much more active on uh, social media. So what I did was I was like, sure, why not? Uh, at least it will uh, you know cover up my time uh, and make keep and keeps me busy uh, when I am like feeling down because I was not in a very good state. And for folks, really changed my life. Honestly speaking, like uh, it was one of the very few places where i felt like i belonged there and that i fit right in and uh, the people are amazing and of course uh, i am like uh, a cat whisperer or a dog whisperer and i just go on streets and i'm like hi little kid and i feed the dogs or cats don't come to you so easily uh, on the streets unless they are house cats right and i have seen that no matter whose house i'm going to uh, cats usually have a thing for me and they just kind of Sit beside me because I probably smell like a cat. I don't know. Uh, apart from that, Fur Folks uh, gave me a platform to view animal uh, rights and animal animal activism very very differently. Uh, I was a little skeptical first at fostering, uh, but then I was like, if I never try, how will I know? And that's when my foster story began. Uh, my first it my first foster was not exactly a foster. It was more of a staycation with Oreo. So uh, Oreo is one of our uh, members' cat who was adopted, who has hindleg paralysis as well, and uh, 
for some reason uh, like shoro uh, who is uh, oryo's father he had hurt his back and he needed a couple of days to recover so i was like okay let me at least try if i don't try i will not know it was difficult mm, uh, because i've never ever uh, fostered a paralyzed cat right and uh, i did not know like i was being very uh, scared and fearful jekhane i felt that uh, I am not doing something right. I could not even change a nappy because he had to be uh, kept. Uh, you know, he had to wear nappies. But at Shoroda's place, he never did. So at my place, it was the first time. So of course, he, there was a lot of resistance. But somehow, three days I managed, and I realized that I can do it. <laughs> it's not impossible. Uh, it's just a little bit of training. And then I had Lexi come to me uh, from Manikthala in Kolkata. That's a far off place. He was rescued in Dum Dum. he was brought to manikthala and then he came to toligarh so that a huge distance of traveling so lexi was the first foster i had and uh, it was one of the most uh, wholesome experiences i saw a really timid but happy cat turn into the king of the world in front of me uh, he had zero resistance he was like he did not sleep without me he had his own cozy corner and the day he went to his forever home i cried a lot bigo foster this is one negative that you get attached so much to one of the uh, you get attached to the cats so much that when they go you're happy but you're also like what now you might not even get to see them again thankfully these cats have gone to places that i can go and visit anytime i want i keep getting updates and lexi has grown up to be beautiful yesterday only for folks posted a video of uh, lexi and buzo the yes, uh, showmix place he the doctor who's with uh, yeah and um, then there was another cruelty case uh, that w- that was near my house near my school actually and that cat was normal like he didn't have any complication she did not have any complications that's such uh, and she was the fastest to get adopted she got adopted in 7 days Uh, her her name was golpo because oh, yes. uh, apparently she had a story to tell and the cruelty yes golpo had a story to tell she had a tough life and she is a cuddle she was a cuddle bug to me now she has adapted so well and she's actually living with one of your cats's daughters bella <laughs> <laughs> and they have like uh, you know those are not my cats i've never met them well you have seen them so <laughs> Now yeah. they are best friends. Like they can't stay without uh, each other. So that, that's and I keep telling. Uh, yeah. So that story was their mother passed away, and since uh, Bella is a black cat, you know how black cats uh, yes. are treated in the society. Although uh, during the time we were trying to get Bella adopted, there was a craze for we want black cats, and that scared black all cats. of us. Yes. <laughs> we were convinced that something like, wrong is I, happening. I, I, <laughs> exactly and we were like uh, literally on the facebook groups that we post for adoption or uh, post for any treatment cases that is going on uh, there was an uproar for black cats and we were like is it because uh, you know that there was a craze of black magic and all that happened a few months ago before that and that kind of uh, attracted that bro <laughs> we are from bengal does not mean we are <laughs> superstitious and uh, we we need to be born at stakes no we love cats and i'm glad that the uproar came out and people started to break break the stigma of 
black cats being not bad luck so i have a plan of adopting a black cat someday not oh, that was my plan as well i really wanted to adopt a black cat but uh, as fate has it your cats need to be aligned this one came yes your but, cats have to be uh, aligned the thing with the fosters is there is always a group and you have to give them updates since he was adopted yes. through the channels they have my details yes. where i live so they can come and see how he is doing uh they don't do that because i don't allow that <laughs> but i have to send them updates every month <laughs> updates right but that's okay like i think uh, it only keeps them a little happier on the other end that okay cat is in good health uh, he's not big. the thing is i have never fostered cats because i cannot imagine giving them up i can't so i have only taken in cats i knew is going to be with me forever so <laughs> you've already told me how how difficult it is it is it on the back of but, your mind uh, this is not forever yeah it is it's it's always there and with uh, moon uh, moon is my fo- uh, third foster uh, we i have given uh, for folks a timeline that if he does not get adopted by january i am not giving him up i will be the one adopting him and i'm keeping him if required i will uh, move to i'm supposed to move to pune and when i do he might have to stay here for a few months and then i'll take him so that you know once i settle and yeah. everything he can come and join me over thing is i was going to ask you that if anybody is on the fence about adopting or fostering like personally i do not want to foster dogs or adopt dogs because i find them emotionally exhausting mm-hmm. like the kind of attention i can give him yes i can get away with it i can't do it with a dog yes plus uh, i live in a very small uh, apartment in bombay so it's not good for the dog either <laughs> absolutely like uh, i feel that dogs are more like human babies they require that 24 into 7 attention uh, and they have emotional attachment issues it's the same with cats too but uh, somehow they are a little more independent in nature so uh, i prefer cats because honestly speaking they are pretty low maintenance they yeah, are like you don't have to give them 24 they are very chill I don't know if I it's the correct thing to say but I feel like it's taking care of a little drunk adult. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's like uh, they will come to you only when they are like yes I need cuddles now you give me cuddles human. If you if they are like uh, I don't want your attention just let me go and they will just go. And it, it doesn't matter whether they are like normal cats or paralyzed cats or they are missing a limb or has some physical disabilities anything. It's the same with all cats. They will want their own space and time. Okay, the next question that I'm going to ask you overlaps two of the interests, which is we are both very yes. committed towards raising awareness for mental health. And one of the reasons yes. I adopted Felix is because during the pandemic it was one of the loneliest times of my life. I was not getting any human connection and so honestly adopting him really helped my mental health. So did fostering yes. and adopting help you what was that like and also the other thing is uh, it helps their mental health if i'm not wrong like people don't really talk about the mental health of animals yeah. they don't they don't uh, mental health of animals is something in india people uh, very blatantly ignore uh, i have seen uh, in in for folks itself we had dogs and cats for adoption an adopter adopted them and one week later they are like they are screaming they are not coming down they are not eating they are being very annoying and then they give them up what they are 
completely disregarding is the fact that you gave this little life a hope that i am coming to a home and a week later you kind of just let him go so can you imagine how how much uh, pressure and stress you're putting on that animal itself because they are like what did i do wrong just because they can't say it it you can see it in their eyes like i have seen cats they're being abandoned or dogs being abandoned and they have that look in their eyes like i am not a bad guy why have i been abandoned so yes mental health is very important for animals and through our page on for folks we are trying to spread this awareness where uh, you know we are advocating that mental health for animals matter too just because they can't say it does not mean they don't have it right just because we can speak uh, and understand each other maybe they can have a conversation with amongst their animal friends but we are not being able to go through that so mental health is very very important for uh, them as well for me fostering has definitely uh, made me uh, less overthink i don't i i am use, usually a procrastinator and i overthink a lot i overthink situations that may never happen with fostering it has actually helped me not do that i actually am present in the moment after work i know i'm stressed i know that moon is there and i just go and just keep my head on his lap on his stomach it's really fluffy stomach and he's sleeping and i'm like yes this this is what stress relief is uh, is about so uh, i being from the field of uh, psychology and still learning i won't say i am a, a proper practitioner but i do want to spread awareness because mental health in 2020 made us realize how much important it is 2020 was the year of realization that mental health is important and oh, it mattered because we saw people crumbling down we saw people uh, going into depression we saw people not being able to adjust and we saw a lot of divorces this year because uh, and marriages Usually there is a lot of conflicts uh, when two people are living together for 24/7 right and uh, in a way i am happy that mental health has come out victorious this year that yes you need to address it it is important to go to therapy and uh, we therapists are not doctors for mad people Yep. there is nothing called mad <laughs> that's the first thing i need to emphasize on there is nothing called mad there is emotional and psychological disabilities and nobody is mad like you know in bengali there is whenever i say that i studied psychology i want to pursue something in the fields of psychology they're like oh tu pagal hai doctor ho bhi and i'm like bro no you can't say all of this that's a thing that uh, i think it started from our grandmother's generation where psychology people didn't understand psychology as much because my mom studied child psychology and during her time it was also a very revolutionary thing so we are a little more because we were brought up in a way that where she understood our child psychology and mental health was addressed but i've also seen people whose mental health was never addressed <laughs> and there's a I know it's a joke, but it's and also later, no. sometimes you go to therapy because you need to deal with someone who actually should but refuses to go to. Yes, therapy. yes, that is true. That is true. I have had a couple of my friends go to therapy because of their partner or a friendship or a toxic relationship that they they are in. Parents don't understand that all the time, but all you can do is make them sit down and make them understand that you know 
it's not very difficult just that sometimes they can be difficult so uh, thing that addressing it is that they can also be toxic that you can love me a lot but you can still be toxic to me exactly exactly because you might not be able to understand the behavior the toxic behavior you are projecting on the other person as well like uh, saying that you are becoming too dark even for a parent to say that to a child that creates a, a conflict between um, within the child uh, thinking that okay i need to do a lot of things to make myself fairer they use the you know the fairness screens but what they don't realize is their skin color is that you can't change it right then body shaming like blatant body shaming still happens yep. in close relatives you're like are tu koto roga hoye gechi are you've become so fat you've gained weight and i'm like what is your problem <laughs> like is it affecting you in any way i am not eating with your money i am not uh, you know wasting your money i'm doing everything with my money and i am doing it for myself i'm i'm not here to please you i am not french fry i can't please everybody yeah french fries pleases everybody aloo bhaja any type of fried potato basically i can't or, or i'm not what i can't make you happy <laughs> so yeah it's i have had like during the pandemic of course i couldn't go out like usually when i go out i walk a lot or there's a lot more hassle going on so i did not used to put on so much weight but uh, i did put on a little bit of a muffin top on my stomach because i'm st- sitting at home and working i'm not going out as much and people have been like you're gaining weight you should maintain it i'm like you know you need to stop talk about that ig live that you started hosting during the pandemic with chantini kishore yes so and um, so why did that start and uh, was it because of the pandemic that it started <laughs> so honestly the uh, live sessions we had been planning for a while okay uh, but for some reason we both couldn't make time like uh, either I, she was uh, yeah time like either she was busy or i was not available so after uh, that time when i was again in between the jobs i uh, we had a call and we were like you know this is the time people are spreading a lot of mental health uh, awareness but people are spreading it in a way common people may not understand like there was a lot of terms like depression and anxiety and uh, uh, these two terms were one of the most commonly used and a lot of technical technicality into the uh, live sessions went into it so for somebody who has not studied psychology or who ha- doesn't have any idea about what depression or what uh, causes depression is dopamine and serotonin and uh, low levels of these hormones uh have they will not understand what you're talking about and uh, bishnudi being one of the uh, uh, you know well known uh, therapists in the city that i know of who has done uh, her uh, degree in hypnotherapy as well so she is a certified psych- uh, hypnotherapist right now and we both kind of uh, came to a conclusion that we both think on the same plane when it comes to uh, mental health uh, i am just seeing felix turn and it's very cute <laughs> so uh, shantini we just said ki you know like let's start off let's start off with something something that is very uh, easy for people to understand something that is very uh, commonly used but 
not commonly explained ever and that is when we came out with this uh, live session like uh, in conversations with it was more like uh, you know we being on the same plane we wanted to discuss about uh, depression being not just a state of sadness there are a lot of things going on behind and we wanted people to be more participating because it was more about the journey of healing because a lot of people went into that journey in 2020 and we wanted to cover that and that is how our uh, live session came to be like you know uh, i forgot the name of our live session which is so weird uh, it kept kept changing actually per week so it was more like in conversations with bishnudi and it was uh, different topics that we selected and it was uh, a different topic every week at sometimes the continuation of the same topic the next week uh, we wanted to bring to the people the common people that there are uh, mental health advocates in the city who will just listen to you and not give you blatant advices like it is very easy to give advice and get away with it and you don't even know if the person is actually healing through that and therapy is something much more intense than just advising it is also about listening it is also about understanding it is also about the other person facing so much resistance that they are unable to accept uh some of the things they are saying to the therapist as well mm-hmm. so we wanted to explain certain terms like you know uh, speech uh, then uh, listening hearing uh, breathing just normal things that we do and we wanted to bring that and how it helps us grow and how it helps us heal and how how uh, disbalance in that can cause uh, different types of psychological and emotional uh, stress or overwhelmingness so this is what made our live session come into uh, view <laughs> i forgot the word so uh, yeah that is how we kind of came up with uh, our mental health live session uh, that's about it like it was a good couple of months of uh, you know understanding reaching out and having people understand that there are people who's, who are there to listen to you i had a lot of friends come to me calling me and saying that acha you did this live session can you explain like i'm going through this thing. and i'm having i am not being able to breathe and i'm like you need to just sit in one place Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Because I have always been very open about the fact that I started therapy when I moved to Bombay because Bombay is a difficult city to be in. I kind of missed what you were saying. Yeah. So, and right. I still remember that somebody yeah. had once told me, but you don't look like you need therapy. It's very. Uh, I can look the prettiest, and I will still be having a mental breakdown. You will not know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It, therapy does not have a face <laughs> you can look your brightest and your uh, most beautiful in your uh, most beautiful sparkly dress with a lot of makeup on and still you can be feeling lonely in a room full of hundreds of people who love you and you don't need therapy because somebody said you don't look like it you need therapy because you need somebody to listen to and a lot of people uh like i know they don't listen like half the problems are solved if you just sit and listen to the problem half of it is solved and that is what makes therapy so therapeutic <laughs> and 
i feel that in a world where we are always rushing having a person to come back home to or having a person you can call any time and just say i just want to talk for 10 minutes and the other person doesn't talk it relieves so much stress that it kind of makes them understand that yes there is somebody i can talk to who listens and not listens just to revert back uh, revert you know like uh, reply back to the conversation just listens normally and they're like yes you could have done this instead of that why did, what made you make this, uh, this decision so it's always about asking what how uh, when questions rather than why questions because why questions make you want to think i was like oh god why am i why did i do this so instead of doing that you can always make it a positive reinforcement and ask questions based on what when how instead of why so yeah that's how our conversations and our live sessions came out and it was just a joint venture we wanted to uh, explore together at this point of time although we had we have stopped the live sessions now because uh, we both kind of went into a, a place where we needed some space from people and online spaces mm-hmm. as well so we are plan to start again in march so let's The question yeah, I like to ask you is what started your interest in mental health in the first place like pursuing psychology as a major So uh the reason I wanted to start psychology like we had an option in class 11 12 uh, so I was an art student through mm. and through science although I had math which was the worst decision of my life to pair uh, maths with uh, arts anyway Why? so I know that my parents had just one condition you are selecting all the subjects on your own just have one subject we are asking you to take and that was math and this was math yeah yes for some reason anyway uh, they were also supportive when i said that you know i am not scoring well in math because it's not my strong suit and they were like it's okay then you drop it and i was given because back when i was in 11 12 it was best out of four so i could drop the subject and i dropped math i was like relieved at least i got 80% in my boards uh, without math than uh, 60% with math so that was a good decision yep so uh, 11 12 had psychology i did i had no idea about psychology before that and i thought suhail said was a psychologist i'm just saying because i was so so uh, naive back then rather <laughs> so then i started reading about the schools of thought uh how psychology came into being how uh, in germany it started and uh, there were different schools that were catering to different uh, ideologies and uh, trains of thought and uh, school of thoughts and that kind of it triggered my interest and uh, i decided to pursue psychology in college uh, wanted to explore more basically i wanted to explore what the subject is and i fell in love with the subject because not just the book i started watching more movies i started reading more books on psychology i started reading more about the authors and the researchers and the psychologists who were there sigmund freud being one of them of course although all of his theories are redundant now uh, but he completely like uh, made way for people to understand that there is a thing called subconscious and unconscious mind and there is a lot that goes on over there and that is just like the ocean's depth like it just keeps going and that kind of triggered my uh, you know uh, my interest in the subject 
uh, then there was uh, of course there was Carl Jung there was uh, Abraham Maslow of the humanistic approach and these were the psychologists i wanted to read about and that is how i realized that psychology is something i want to do later in my life not now later in my life and uh, later on i realized that my generation like the people in my uh, friends group or people at my age range they were all going through series of depression not depression like you know self harm mostly self harm then uh, there was a lot of suicide rates going on uh, going uh, like rising and going on in the in that year i lost a friend around that time he he wasn't a very close friend but he somebody i knew through a mutual other friends right so of course you feel bad uh, then there was a lot of anxiety there was a lot of stress there was burnout and that is when i realized that nobody talks about these things at all they just keep it within themselves like with self harm all of a sudden i i used to self harm for myself too i am not i am not uh, going to shy away from that because i had my issues and self harm was the only way i could come out of things and that was when i was what 17 18 years old it was a kind of emotional release and when i started therapy when i actually started going to therapy because i realized i need help this is not working and uh, it helped me understand that emotionally i have pent up so much of uh, emotions that are suppressed and are needing to come out but for some reason i am not being able to uh, bring that out anymore and that is when i realized that i want to do this for other people and i want to help them understand that it's okay that there is somebody who's listening to you there is somebody who's there for you and there is somebody who can uh, you know who will get you out of your mess i will not take all your responsibilities but i will try at least to make you understand that you are not alone in this there is somebody else who's walking with you on the same path and that is how i realized that spreading awareness for mental health if anybody says that i'm going through this i say that have you considered therapy you can always go they're like uh, but therapy well, my uh, issues are not major enough to go to therapy and i explain it to them that it's not about having your issues being major or your concerns being major therapy is just a way of uh, you know bringing out the things you don't want to talk about with right and if you can not do that with your friends or your best friends or your mom or your sister also there are certain things you want a stranger to listen to that's why we feel so much more relieved when we talk to a stranger about a lot of things i have done that and it has happened to me like for some reason it was a very uh, vague night i don't remember much of it but i remember i was sitting with one of the female in that party and she just spoke to me about randomly about everything in her life and when we were leaving she's like you know i felt good after talking to you that's that's basically it there's nothing you just sit and listen and everything is going to be okay but therapy is a little more intense it makes you want to uh, explore your inner self more and that is why i want to keep spreading the word for mental health that how important it is and even your brain can fall sick yeah just like any other organ in your body brain is also an organ and it has its own uh, 
issues and concerns and it, that is why you have psychologists and uh, psychiatrists and psychotherapists and hypnotherapists who help you go through uh, treatments and therapies through their line of work so that is what i want to do i want to help people basically yeah i am relatively new in your life so i had no idea about your past where you self found and all so the version of you that i know yeah. is constantly that the version is so positive that i'm constantly impressed and inspired by it that no matter what the world is throwing at you no no we'll figure it out <laughs> like yeah allow yourself to be sad but there's always yeah. a way out so uh, as being around cats yes yeah. and just being more aware of mental health helps with this entire process uh yes being around cats has act- <laughs> actually me being around animals is kind of uh, you know it takes the stress out of my uh, life so being with cats uh i have realized like you know how it is like you're actually a dog person at the beginning and then you finally <laughs> have uh, out of the blue you adopt cats and you're like i'm a cat person and that was my transformation too i always thought that i am a dog person but then i realized that i'm not and cats are basically my go to animals and it's my spiritual animal my patronus on pottermore is also a tortoise shell cat so i know i am a cat <laughs> and uh, i feel that uh, cats teach you a lot about consent it they teach you a lot about space they teach you a lot about uh, it's okay uh, to be alone and i have you learn from them so much like you like with dogs they are more attached more loyal and they constantly need attention with cats like we already discussed it's not that uh, they will come to you when they want to they will let you touch them when they want to and uh, if if you touch them regardless of them not giving you consent they will bite you so yeah <laughs> so cats teach you all of that and that is what i really like about uh, cats and it has helped me understand them more uh, although moon keeps getting a lot of jhar because he keeps annoying me a lot and for no reason he bites me but i guess that's the uh, deal i signed up for when i said that i'm going to be your foster mom <laughs> so uh, my mental health has been better ever since i have again started uh, keeping cats at my place i i don't think i own them they own me uh, yeah. i am uh, they are my master so i have to feed them when they ask to be fed i have to change their nappies when they ask to be changed apart from that yeah like with cats i think uh, i have become a more positive person i have stopped uh, letting toxic people in my life anymore and i cut them off at like you know from the root like okay for a month i'm going to see how you behave and if you show your true colors after that you are gone from my life bro i don't need this drama i have enough of my own and it has also i feel that cats also bring you closer to other people they do <laughs> thank you this so much chayan chil ranjini thank you for having me this was we meet in one of the states this year yes i hope so too i hope it is in bombay or in pune thank you for having me it was good to see you and felix and uh, you still sleeping moon <laughs> i sleeping sleep sleepy baby and i hope that you know seriously this year is going to be a little tough if i have to move 
to another city but i know that there is family waiting somewhere <laughs> there as well there is a lot because if you move to pune i am right next door although yes that we'll see each other but hopefully uh, traveling restrictions will. will be a little better next yeah right 